The three dogs on our banner are the three that died. In the yellow of autumn grass, a hound will die for you, but never lie to you, and he'll look you straight in the face. What up, and welcome to another episode of Brotherhood Without Manners, your favorite full spoiler reread podcast of George R.R. R. Martin's A Song of Ice and Fire series. As always, I'm Nate. Joining me, my brother Zach. What up? We are reading Clash of Kings currently. There's a whole clash of them. There's a clash of a lot of them. There's a whole lot of kings. There's just a a bundle of kings. So we're full spoiler, so as you just heard, there's a lot of kings. (laughs) Dang. Dang. We're reading the books for you. No. We uh, talk about everything congruently, so we may be bringing up things from A Dance of Dragons or even Winds of Winter sample chapters. So if you don't like spoilers and you haven't read the series, go back and read it and then come back. And Thank thanks you for, for coming yeah, back. Thanks for coming back. And uh, if you joined us last episode, we were reading Tyrion 4. And Tyrion did his little hat trick, as I like to call it, where he's trying to figure out, as his Lord Father had commanded him, suss out the members of the council that are giving bad advice and heads, spikes, walls. And so he's doing so. So Jano Slint has been Jano Slint. bye-bye, and which then, means there's a free chair available. So he sent a letter to Doran Mattel uh, offering that seat on the council to, you know, hopefully win Doran well, he, back yeah, to Yeah, he side. started, so he met with Pycelle first. Per- Pycelle, and, yeah. Uh, and Pycelle's, it was offering uh, the child to Doran, uh, right. Doran Martell. And... Essentially, it's to see who's going to go to Cersei and tell her mm-hmm. what story. And Pycelle was just itching, you could see. And yeah. then he went to Littlefinger, and the game got a little more intense. Yep. Things were a little different. It was giving uh, Lysa Aaron the deal and Marcella's hand in marriage eventually. And But Littlefinger was pretty aware of what was happening. Littlefinger, uh, we, we had a little bit of debate about where Littlefinger became aware and had the upper hand, but yeah, Littlefinger seemed to have the upper hand in that exchange. And from there, he meets up with Varys, and once again, the game shifted. Yeah. Because Varys was already aware of everything, so he thought that Tyrion had talked to the two about. Yeah. And Tyrion, but Tyrion believes in his heart that he's got Varys as well in this same sort of trap to figure out whether or not he's loyal. And so there's games within games being played in King's Landing, and it's interesting. And But this episode we were reading Sansa 2. Which, same same locale. Yeah. Different, different whole and different And we even hear about what's, what Tyrion is doing. Yeah. It's neat hearing this other perspective from it. So last time we were reading Sansa, it was Joffrey's name day. Fuck yeah. And she was at his little shitty tournament where they were... Uh, she saved Sir Dantos. Yeah, Joffrey was going to kill Dantos for showing up late and drunk and half naked So by I wanna, drowning him in wine. I think it's really important to point out how well George spaces out his chapters because it feels like it's been a long time since we were with Sansa then. And it yet, has been. And so you for exactly. And so you forget about Sir Dantos. And yet he's a pri- – like her last chapter, he was a big event. You already forget about him as a first-time reader. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, with the note, you're like, oh, shit, it's that guy. You'd never expect it, but it was just in her last chapter. It wasn't that long ago that you read it, probably. Yeah. But. It's uh, it's interesting, because this reread, I was much more suspicious of Dantos. Yeah. I was much more suspicious of him. But it begins with, and I thought it was interesting, we had talked about it a little bit when we started doing Sansa Notes, that 
Sansa gets her sort of mantra that she repeats here. Yeah, we've talked about uh, all the Starks having their own little things with, you know, especially Arya mm -hmm. repeating all the things Serio Pharrell's taught her and now some uh, Yorin things. Even Danny has one. If I look back, I am lost. But, yeah, Sansa's is, come to the godswood tonight if you want to go home. And these were the words that were left for her on a note found under her pillow. And no matter how many times she read it, they remained the same, but she just couldn't help but keep rereading it to know if it's real. Yeah, so she kind of goes about rubbing her stomach nervous, nervously reading this, thinking about um, how, is it Trant? Sorry, Sir Marin Trant, yeah, punched her in the gut with his fucking fully uh, mailed hand. Yeah. Uh, leaving her a bruise, and so she kind of starts wondering, you know, who could possibly do it but he punched her because she didn't hold her tongue when she found out that the imp had sent Jano slint to the wall she had said the others take him hopefully and so joffrey had her punched in the stomach yeah um she yeah because she's tripping out about the letter because she's thinking that it's it's unsigned it's unsealed it's undelivered it's unsigned unsealed and unfamiliar handwriting and so, yeah, she's, she's thinking about the bruise, and she thinks how it was her own fault, which at first I was like, oh, she's she's doing the blame herself thing, but then she thought she, that she must learn to hide her feelings better so she doesn't anger Joffrey. And, yeah, we get the she said the shit about Slint, but then it said the king had not been pleased, which I just thought of, I am not pleased, I'm Ned. <laughs> and that just made me laugh. But she repeats so, the... I think it's important that we see here... You know, everyone attributes a lot of what she does uh, later in the books to learning from Cersei, learning from Littlefinger. But even right now, she's telling her, like, she's teaching herself, you need to learn to hide your emotions better. You need to better guard your tongue. You need to yeah. tell them what they need to hear, not what you're feeling. Like, she's teaching herself this shit already. And so I think it just goes to show how fucking strong-willed she is as a person herself without the influence of Cersei and Littlefinger and how much they will just better her because she can take from them what I she I mean, Sansa's a late bloomer. That's all it comes down to yeah. is it took her a while to understand the lesson she needed to learn, but, I mean, that's that's the whole thing is if she she's a she's a creature of necessity she you know it wasn't necessary for her to be this cunning right, right. liar because she was it was okay for her to be into the knights girl. and yeah. the flowers and the chivalry because that was going to be her life she was going to be married to some noble lord and have his kids like and then it was all of a sudden that she it's got thrust queen. into the Game like, of Thrones. Now you're going to be the princess. And, and yeah, like... and so, like, yeah, she's a late bloomer, but it's... it's no, a, I just think it's neat it's to It's showing see... her strength, but it's yeah. also a little bit... And I get why people get frustrated with it, because it's also things people have been telling her since she arrived in King's Landing that she's just now starting to implement. And Again, so it's, she's a little girl. It, that's so... it. It's this this race of us wanting her to be there, to, to be this expert liar, to be... Elaine wins a winter yeah. sample chapter, well, which I'm, which is tripping me out right now. I'm currently doing notes for our Patreon episode, and 
reading that Elaine. Yeah. Versus the oh, notes yeah, for Oh, yeah, the this way one, she thinks there and the, it's the pretty processes. insane. And so it actually makes me think, interestingly enough, of the next line where she starts wondering who could have possibly sent her the letter. It could, you know, it could be anybody. It could be, Well, like, she she repeats her mantra because well, yeah, she, she does a little bit. She thinks about something. Come to the gods. Come to the gods go tonight if you want to go home. And then it changes. And it's, it's, it's very reminiscent of Arya. Like, yeah, in, absolutely. Uh, the but, yeah. Who, and who? so she lists off even, like, Beric Dondarrion and the red uh, wind wins balen swan but it finally settles maybe though it could be joffrey playing a cruel joke yeah which makes me think of ramsey snow in the show how he does that kind of stuff offers theon reek these opportunities for freedom but no i was just fucking with you well i mean joffrey did it when she and, mentions yeah. that taking her up to the battlements to see her father's head he has this sick little dig the knife type thing yeah. too so I think she's she's right in the paranoia. Well, I like, just think it's very interesting, that, again, that she's this early on in her learning of the game, and she's already kind of seeing those types of things that will be playing out Or eventually. she thinks if it's not Joffrey being cruel, it could be some subtle snare of the queens to prove yeah. that she isn't really loyal, that she does want to flee to Winterfell. And she's right in thinking all of these things. That's Absolutely. the thing is Sansa's finally understanding that all of these things are plausible. Like, none of them are out of the fucking realm of possibility yeah. here but and she thinks that if she went to the godswood would she just find ill and pain waiting for her with ice in hand which to me i love that image it's a scary of, thought it, well it's normally ned stark by right, the heart with tree light, with ice, that right. smile and that but instead it's ill and pain like just that's her terrifying. representation of death yeah holding his sword but yeah it's it's wild and so the door opens and she quickly hides the letter and it's just a bed maid asking if she's going to be wanting a bath this evening and Sansa's super suspicious of her. Did she see the note? Did she place it? No, she's a little too dumb to have placed it. Yeah, yeah. She's met her better made and for... And so this is actually where I made the note that she's very paranoid, but rightly so, like, at this point. Like, did she... If she saw the note, maybe that's... Because shortly here in a little bit, she'll mention... Actually, right here, because right she here. has the girl make her a fire. Yeah. And asks the girl... Like, as soon as the fire's made, she gently tells her to get the fuck out and then burns the letter saying, but she says that the, as she was leaving, there was something sly about this maid's eyes and how she knows that every one of those maids is spying on her, whether for Varys or Cersei, whatever. And I was just like, great. Like that's one of the smartest things you've And we also been learned aware that of. Cersei straight up been changing her, her servants yeah. every fortnight. So none of them get close to her. It's this constant paranoia of new people being shuffled in and out so that you can't make earn, friends, earn a relationship trust. trust and get notes out or whatever. Yeah. It's this constant state of fuck this. And yeah, she's, it's either Varys or Cersei, which right now are the two most I mean, she's not even thinking Littlefinger, unfortunately, but right. she's learning, and, and yeah, she was certain that all her mice, uh, maids spied on her, but she keeps thinking the litany as she burns the note, and she goes to the window where below she sees a knight, and I wrote this quote specifically. It said, from his knight, or Jesus, from, <laughs> from his height, it could only be suppressed in Greenfield. Sansa is able to judge that just from a distance looking at this guy. That's something like Arya would pick up on to me. Well, I thought, yeah, it said from this height based on his, the color and what he's wearing. Yeah, yeah, but like the armor that he's the wearing. the fuck up here. 
And You're it's, very it's attuned getting to the dark. Details. It's getting like, like dusk at yeah. this point. And so, yeah, she, I mean, yes, she's seen all these men enough, like at this point. So she should be able to, but like she's able to Good just job. by looking yeah. at the height and the way he was standing there. Oh, this is Preston Greenfield on drawbridge duty. Like she's got that layout. In yeah. The back and of she her even head. says, you know, if I try to make it out while I'm allowed to be in Mager's hold fast, if I go anywhere, he's going to want to know where I'm at that going. night at that time of night, especially yeah. he's going to ask where I go. So she crawls into bed, but she can't sleep thinking that it's cruel to send a note and not tell her anything of it. And so she starts thinking about Septimordain. Yeah. And, and then Jane, Jane Poole and, and how she missed them. And we, how she doesn't even know where Jane Poole is. Yeah. Septa lost her head because she was loyal to House mm-hmm. Stark and she served. Fuck but yes, Sansa never knew what happened to Jane, who disappeared from her quarters Back and was never heard Which, from. Which, you know, again. we obviously know. We that know. She's but been... how terrifying yeah. is that for Sansa? She disappeared one night, screaming, crying over her father. And was never mentioned again. Never like, brought up. I mean, we know, yeah, she's going to go and marry poor Ramsey. Or poor Ramsey. <laughs> you, you monster. <laughs> Jesus. But, uh, so yeah, so Jane pulls out, and, and even once in a while, she thinks that she missed Arya, who by now would be safe in Winterfell playing with yeah. Bran and baby Rickon. Now, she mentions that uh, Arya's probably even able to be out riding through the snow, and how, yeah, she can ride, but she gets to ride around in circles in the Bailey. And we know from Danny, we've learned from Arya, we've th- talked about it with Lyanna, and I think even Sansa herself, that riding, riding is, is this freedom. expression of freedom. Yeah. It's clear as day right here. Yeah, that, like, she's she trapped. Um, I, th- reading that part, thinking how she thinks Arya's probably home, got to thinking myself all fucking tangany, but... What do you? How do you think that would fucking change the dynamic in Winterfell if Arya actually was there right now, with like the Walders and fucking Bran? I think Arya and, and like, Bran would be BFFs. Dude, I think like, it would be it. fucking awesome yeah. to see like like when they anytime the fucking the phrase tried fucking with with Bran, she'd be like, "Oh, really? Mm. Really?" See, but this right here going the other direction for the future. This is why I do, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, see some contention when Arya and Sansa do finally meet up again in the future. Because as far as Sansa's concerned, Arya's been at Winterfell just having it easy. I mean, yeah, father died, but she's been safe with Bran. Yeah, but Rickon. I think at some point she does learn along the way that Arya's kind of missing. Uh, well, like... Oh, no, because she gets gets caught no up one, with uh, Jane Poole, yeah, the no, Jane Poole threat. No one knows what the fuck is happening. And then, yeah, she oh, that's right, she does get taken. But I don't even know if Sansa's really aware of that. I she? feel like she hears rumors about that part at but least. But I feel like this will lead to some bit of resentment where she believes, at yeah, least I don't at think the start. So. I, I think it'll be just I don't just think fine. it's going to be peaches and cream when they I meet I think up. it'll be pretty good. I mean, they'll talk, but I don't think there'll be any issues, really. But uh, before some shit takes off in King's Landing, we are going to conduct our small council meeting and just get some of our socials and stuff out of the way. So we'll make it quick and be right back. Yeah. What up? Welcome to the small council. Sup, dogs. So just a quick interjection so we can let you know how to get a hold of us. If you would like your inductees entered and read out, we do past episodes on the 
small council here, which we don't have anybody writing in this one. Um, and current inductees on the actual episode, which we do have some for this Sansa chapter. We can be reached most commonly, and if you would like long questions, things like that, it's probably the best place. Our email, withoutmannersbrotherhood at gmail.com. We are also on Facebook, facebook.com slash brotherhood podcast. If you are a patron on our Patreon, you get access to our private Facebook group. We have some people that need to message us about that as well. Get True. a hold of us on Facebook so they can get an invite. Uh, Patreon.com slash without manners. You get bonus sample chapters, the winds of winter sample chapters that we reread, uh, and all sorts of cool shit. So do that. You're, you handle an Instagram, at Manners Without, which yeah. is my Twitter handle, at Manners Without. You're on Twitter, at Carstark92. You like to post a lot of puppy pictures. Eric, um, I stay current on nothing. I just post random BS. But where else are we available? Do you know anywhere else? I think there. I mean, uh, rate this podcast.com. If you're slash brotherhood. Give us a rate or review, yeah, rate do this podcast.com slash brotherhood. That'll give you a link to whatever platform is available for your device to leave us a review and we love rates and reviews do them or just go directly to your favorite you know place and leave them stitcher apple Podcasts, google play all we're on all of them we're on all of them well let's get back to sounds then yay see ya So Sansa wasn't actually asleep when she hears the shouting and hollering and hooting and men-at-arms and horses scooting about down below. And so she kind of gets up out of bed and checks her window. Yeah, she sees men running atop the walls with spears and torches and tells herself, Just go to bed. It's no concern of yours. Just trouble in the city. All talk at the wells had said that there had been trouble in the city of late. Ah, this was... Just in Tyrion 4, we've, people have been rioting. This is another yeah. riot at the gates. So this is likely uh, shortly thereafter, yeah, the the, the cook, uh, the baker being cooked in his own oven. Yeah. This is the next escalation leading to the bread riots that you had mentioned that chapter. This is just it going one step further. They're pissed off, which actually we find that out later on. We can worry about that later. Yeah, but. yeah. She uh, So she looks, as she's looking out her window, she looks down and notices that the drawbridge is unguarded so preston greenfield is not there anymore so she turns without thinking what are you doing she was thinking it's funny yeah 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 unthinking she turns from the window and begins to dress throwing open her wardrobe but But at the same time telling herself don't do this this get back into bed what are you doing and then she begins to wonder had stannis or renly come to kill joffrey if so mager's holdfast was going to be sealed up and so she which i think is an interesting point that she makes like her window of opportunity is closing quickly. She, she's saying that she's going to be locked in here. If the city's being seized, if yeah, she doesn't get out now, and then thinks, you know, but if I get trapped out there and something does happen, I might die. But that's when she tells herself, "I'd rather die than have to deal with any more of what I'm doing." Yeah, here. she grabs the knife that is used to cut her meat and she hides it under her cloak, saying, "And I wrote the exact quote: If it is some trap, better that I die than let them hurt me more." Which is just such a mindset to be in of fuck a duck. But 
She heads outside, and a column of red-cloaked swordsmen run past her as she exits. She waits till they pass, and then darts across the drawbridge quick as she could. And in the yard, she comes upon more men gearing up, putting on their sword belts, mounting horses, putting on armor. But then she sees the stables. And right. in the stables is Sir Preston Greenfield, as well as three other uh, Kingsguard, helping Joffrey into his armor. <laughs> Were you going to say uh, white? Knights white cloaks is what I was. Three, three I, other whiteies. There's three whiteies over there helping white, Joffrey. Shit. No, yeah, no white cloaks. Uh, he doesn't see her, but her stomach immediately yeah. clenches at the sight of him as he's calling for sword and crossbow. Well, imagine if he spotted her fucking crossing. He'd turn that crossbow on her. Where you going, bitch? So yeah, she Fuck. darts deeper into the castle, and she feared looking back, feared that Joffrey might be waiting or worse, or watching or worse, following. And so she hurries up, taking some steps, running, fucking... She takes a breather, leans against the yeah. wall for a minute. Now, I've figured this whole thing out now, this part right here, because she gets tripped out because she feels something brushing against her leg. <coughs> and she looks down and sees a big black cat missing an ear, fucking monster of a cat who spits at her and fucking jumps down runs off. The same cat that we know Arya has chased around... Also rumored to be, you know, potentially be a cat named Balerion, uh, because he belonged to a badass princess. Was it Rainies or whoever it was? Yeah, something like that. Um, Tommen will mess around with this cat. I think this is McGonagall. Oh my god. I fucking hate you. You, you thought I had something for real I didn't there. think it was going to be, like, legit, but I didn't <laughs> think it was going to be that stupid. No, so I... I actually do have a little bit to say oh, about Oh, okay, this. do you? Please. For real. So... This cat is known to be a mean asshole, and he spits at her. Why the fuck would the cat walk up and brush up against her leg so in the first So I think place? that's the interesting bit, is because it says here that Sansa runs up and kind of takes a breather in a little alcove. I think this is saying more that Sansa's a little bit quicker and or stealthier, quieter than she gives herself credit for. That she snuck up that on it. That she's akin to Arya. And yeah, because why would this cat let her yeah. get close? She had, Arya had to chase this cat Exactly. Down. I think Sansa snuck up on this you cat. You think that's what it was? And it fucking startled, oh. brushed out from her, turned, hissed, and fucking I ran away. You. Yeah, because so I, I was confused. I was like, I think why would in he... her wanting to get away from Joffrey and like, don't see me, don't see... She's fucking stealthing it up way better than she thinks. Hmm. I think she's actually... Because some... I was thinking of it more as the cat was like, it was kind of this foreshadowing of Dantos where it's pretending to, no, I'm actually your friend, but look, I have to be mean to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bye. But was nice to her for a second yeah. there. But I don't, uh, yeah, I didn't think of it. Yeah, no, to me, it felt more like she ran up and just kind of leaned against the alcove where the cat happened to be. And it was and like, the oh, cat was fuck like, what yo. the fuck, bitch? Yeah. Like,. And so, yeah, she eventually reaches the godwood, godswood, and she can barely hear the noises behind her as it fades. And in the godswood itself, it smelled of earth and leaf. And Lady would have liked this place, she thinks. Yeah, I like that. Um, I also, so that also made me kind of thinking of the cat being friendly towards her, that she does still have this tie to warging and nature and animals. But she starts going on this little internal monologue about how she usually leaned towards her mother's gods, the seven, more often than not. But being here right now, like, her father's gods in this place, she could, even she could admit the power that the, that was felt here. Yeah, like, even in the heart of a castle, you could feel the old gods watching you with a thousand eyes unseen. 
And I like it because she goes into why she prefers her mother's gods, and it's because of the ornamentation of the altars. Yeah, and the, the glass windows. Yeah, and, the... and, and it's all the gaudy ornamentation. But then when, the she's in, when she's in dire straits, when she's fearful for her life, when it's moments of— She goes of, to the ones with power. She comes here, and she thinks that, yeah, she can't deny the certain power here, especially at night. And I just think it's so interesting that currently we have Jon Snow under— one of the biggest ever yeah. one of these that we've seen in the power that he felt emanating from it that Sansa yeah, is yeah. feeling that as well that same here hair, in the heart of the fucking yeah King's here Landing. right in King's Landing and so she whispers help me and it says she's prayed she prayed send a friend a true champion and as she moves kind of tree to tree, which I really like that image. Me too. Her in the moonlight with her hood well, up. Well, I feel like just... that just goes to show more of what you were saying, her moving stealthily yeah. and sneakily through. And she begins to fear that there was no one. Did he leave? Did I take too long? Was he never here? And she fe- hears a voice say, I feared you would not come, child. And a man stepped out, heavy set, thick of neck, shambling, and Sansa recognized him at once. So, Dantos, she said, heartbroken. It was you. It was, my lady. And she can smell the fucking wine hit her like a wall. Yeah, and he kind of, like, leans forward to, like, grasp her hand, and she fucking trips she out. She a knife. She, like, jumps back, and it starts, like, hollering at him, I pulls mean, her knife out of the guy. I mean, can you blame her? No, right. I mean, he's just, Not he wanting to like be this... touched at all oh, by yeah. any person in this city ever, because everyone who's touched her in this city ever has fucking abused yeah. her. And so he immediately tries to, you know, no, like, I'm I'm just trying to return the help, favor. Yeah. Like, I'm here to... She says he's drunk. And she immediately thinks of Lady again, thinking that Lady could smell out falsehood. But Father had killed her on account of Arya. And there, again, the the resentment, I think, is where it's... She right now is convinced, in this moment where she's ready to attack a guy with a knife because she she's draws it at this Arya point. About that she's still. blaming Arya and thinking Arya is sitting at home comfortably yeah. doing everything she wants to do. And so, yeah, she asks, who sent you? And he swears that no one on my honor as a knight, my lady. And she says, jo- thanks, Joffrey made him a fool. He's a knight no more. And that's when he mentions the, the, the fucking magic words. There once was another fool who was the greatest knight of them all. Well, he gets pretty sincere, and he says that once he was more fool than knight when he was actually a knight. And now he believes he has a chance to be more knight than fool, as he is a fool, because she saved him. And... He mentions, yeah, the story. There is another fabled fool. And Sansa, a shiver went through her as she thinks, Florian. And he says, I would be your Florian, and hits her knees. Which I just think is interesting that the shiver goes Well, do you think that has anything to do with the the prayer going out? Like, this? yes, follow this guy, or anything like that? Yeah, I think it's her coming to terms a little bit with, the fact that Dantos isn't what she expected when she prayed. But... I think it is. It's her almost her acknowledgement that the stories might not have always been exactly how they were pictured. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. this is <clears throat> this situation here is much more likely as to what the true tale uh-huh. of Florian and what's her name Jonquil 
uh, yeah, not was all like, flowery, not this beautiful, roses, but a terrifying people, escape like, yeah. at night, and yeah, that's just been barded up yeah. over the years. And so, yeah, I think that's her sort of realization, her growing up a little bit. Yeah. So she lowers the dagger and asks, "How he's going to do it? Will we be able to leave tonight? Like, let's fucking do this." Nah, shit. getting you out of the keep is going to be the hardest, and then once out. There are ships that will take you to Winterfell, but I just need to find the coin and make the arrangements yet. And he says, that, yeah, no, like, first we got to find a way to get you the fuck out without arousing notice. And so Sansa puts her blades away and tells him to rise, and he lurches up. And he says, your father was as true a man as the realm has ever known, and I did nothing when Joffrey, uh, and, I di- and yet I did nothing when they took his head. And when Joffrey would have slain me, you spoke up. Lady, I am no hero. I've won no tourneys, no renown in war. But I was a knight once. My life is a poor thing, yet it is yours. And he rested a hand and put it on the heart tree. And says, I vow with your father's gods as witness, I shall send you home. Sweet. So a few things there that I want to dive into yeah the only line that you skipped in there i really wanted to mention was the and even though he might not be a great hero like uh ryan red wine or barristan the bold and he specifically named those two and i just thought it was really interesting that we know that barry got fucking booted away for a bit wrecked and he he's still this fabled fucking hero. Well, yeah, in the realm. So that's I what Tyrion think, was saying. Yeah, and so I think it's just important to keep that in mind because we might forget once we see Barristan and working with Danny and stuff that he he was a fucking renowned hero. Um, but next, uh, he he said the vows in front of her gods, her father's gods. We know as well that the three eyed raven can fucking see any fucking weirwood tree. Yeah. And so I think it's just interesting that this moment in particular is being witnessed here and his knowledge. It may be something Bran has knowledge of in the future. Yeah. Um, That was my thinking is that, so if Dantos, like, do you think Dantos at this point is paid by Littlefinger? I, I don't know if that's the case yet, but likely. So if it is, he don't give a fuck and was willing to just lie straight to a heart tree. Yeah. Like, that's, that was the implication I was getting here is, to me, I feel like this is sincere. This is drunk Dantos. This is the alcoholic who but that's it, who's is trying to alcohol. make amends. Because and... Littlefinger, he's going to stay loyal to Littlefinger as long as Littlefinger's paying him money. And Well, that's why I'm saying I don't think Littlefinger's involved yet. Right. I think he's coming to Sansa and saying, like, this I'll find, true, I don't man. have the coin yet right. was the most important thing I saw. No, I agree. Is, yeah, I don't think he's... This and that's is, where Littlefinger I want to save this in. girl. I got drunk and I want to And so I'll right. swear all the oaths, and then it's later he goes to Littlefinger for the money, and that's when Littlefinger's like, oh. <laughs> well. And then takes control of the situation, and we pour But yeah, so back. I think this is a legit oath. But... She puts pretty pretty much all the stock in that. She says, thinks he swore. He swore a solemn oath before the gods and tells him, then I put myself in your hands, sir. And she asks him, how will she know it's time? Like, will there be another no? And uh, he tells her, no, no more notes. We can't do that anymore. <clears throat> you got to come here. Yeah, from here. We have to meet here. Come here every night if you can. Like, whenever you can, and I'll try to come here when I'm able to as well. This is the only safe place, nowhere else. Even if it seems we are alone, the stones of the Red Keep have ears. Only here may we talk freely. Which I think is interesting, because the Three-Eyed Raven, as you said, is 
Brendan Rivers watching is and watching. Listen. There is yeah. no. And while we know it's accurate what he's saying about the Red Keep having, st- you know, the, the stones having ears, the walls, they have, you know, the secret passages that people are listening in. But he then goes on to tell her that I might be cruel or mocking or indifferent when we're in public with other people. You can't take it personally. Forgive me, child. I have a role to play, he says. I think this is a very important thing to mention. For her to learn. Yeah. Yeah. One misstep means death for us both. Be brave, be strong, and be patient. Patient above all else. Yeah, like... I when when I see you in public, I'm gonna have to play the fool. I'm gonna be dumping wine on your head to entertain Joffrey. I'm gonna. Now I think this is important that she's doing this. This is the exact same kind of lessons that Arya is gonna learn at the House of Black and White. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you need to learn your role. Arya's learned how to swordplay. She right. hasn't learned the subter- subterfuge, the lying. Right. The... Arya wears her emotions pretty much on her sleeve right now. And so yeah, she and, and that's something Sansa she's is getting the lesson the... quick early on here that. I mean, this is almost little finger level stuff of living the lie. You need to yeah. accept the lie. You need to believe. Like when we're in public, we don't fucking know. You, you saved me that one time, and I am now the fool to the king. And if that means he says, "Pour wine on my lady's head," I'm gonna be drowning your ass in a cask of wine. Like, sorry. And so she says that she promises she'll be patient, but hurry, I am afraid. And he says, "So am I." Now go, hurry before you are missed. It is better if we uh, are never seen together again. And she lays a kiss on his cheek and whispers, my Florian. And she basically flies back to the keep. The songs about Florian were always her favorite. And he was always described as calmly, if not, you know, old. So, like, maybe Dantos could fit the origin. And she'll, she's kind of in her own head. He's taking her home. He's taking her home as she's racing down the serpentine steps when a man staggered now, from a hidden door. Is that hidden door kind of like the alcove that she was hiding in? Or do you think it's actually just some... No, I think this is like one of the ones that maybe only like the king and company yeah. know about. Like one of the few secret passages. So she slams into him and almost goes careening down the stairs when he grabs a hold of her and catches her. It's a long roll down these stairs. You want to kill us both, little bird? Maybe you do. <laughs> That's my hound laugh. That was a good saw-sounding Thanks. laugh that it said there in the book. And yeah, it is the hound that she has run into, and she tells him, No, please, you're hurting me. And she tries to wiggle free. And he's drunk as a fuck. It's gone. Yeah, he's, he's reeking, shady. and he begins to shake her, saying, like, where were you at this time of night? Where were you? And she tells him the gods would praying, praying for my father and for the king's safety. And he just laughs, saying, you think I'm drunk enough to believe that? And so he lets her go, and then gets a little odd here. Gets very odd Starts here, looking so. her up and down. You're almost a woman now. And I love this... It's weird, but I love this duality in him because he does the, you're almost a woman now, and looks her down, teats, you know, your hair's growing, like all this shit. But then he just kind of remembers himself, and he's like, you're just a stupid little bird, well, aren't I think you? It's, I almost think it's more of a, on top of that, there's that shame of like, she's a little, like, like you're she's a little than innocent. That. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Like, you're not your brother. You're not one of these scumbags. You know what she is. And so he tells her, sing me a song about yeah. knights and fair maids. You like knights, don't you? And he was scaring her, but she tells him, true knights. I like true knights, my lord. 
and he fucking just barks laughter. Ah, ah, ah. He scared me with that one. Good, I'm yeah. glad. That's what he did to her, probably. Uh, true knights, he laughs. I'm no lord, no more than I'm a knight. And he reels and almost falls down the stairs at this point and goes, damn, too much wine, talking <laughs> to himself. But he eventually gets around to, you come now. Well, I'll get you back to your cage. And he safe gives her. Sound. Yeah, so I like A, that he called it a cage because of the bird yeah. little conjunction there. But then I mean, he, and the cage. Yeah, and the and then she he pushes her, but oddly gently. Mm-hmm. And once again, there's that protector feel that yeah, the he, hound has. Yeah, he definitely went a little Jekyll and Hyde here. I think it's the alcohol. When he when he got drunk, his inhibitions were lowered, and it, so it's. The hound came out a little bit of yeah. this. I'm supposed to be this fear, but she seems to bring out the softness in him. Where then he realizes you're just this little bird, like, and you're running around the castle. There's a riot going on, and like, Cersei basically is all but ready to kill you. Yeah, should so you stop like, eating? So let's get you back to your fucking yeah. cage. Now, as they're approaching the drawbridge, she realizes once again, as you pointed out from a distance, that it's no longer a suppressed in Greenfield on guard duty. But Boros Blount. The worst of Joffrey's Kingsgird. The Gird. Kingsgird. Kingsgird. His Kingsgird. Yeah, yeah he uh, he was always the cruelest to her, and she flinches away noticeably, and the Hound gently laid a hand on her shoulder and said, this one is nothing to fear. And Boros lifted his visor and, where have you been, sir? And, and Fuck you, and, Boros. Fuck your sir, Boros. <laughs> I'm no knight, and... Boro says that the king was looking for his dog earlier and then turns away asking why, Lady Sansa, why aren't you in your chambers? And he's like, you expected her to sleep with all this nonsense? And Sansa says, yeah, the gods would to pray for Joffrey's safety. Yeah, so this is where we learn that the the mob outside was mobbing. Well, when she says that she went to the gods would to pray for the king's safety, she notes that the lie sounded, sounded better this time. Almost, almost true. Yeah. Like... She's convincing herself. She's the hound didn't buy it for a second. Right now she's Boros like, Blunt is Blount is buying it, and so it's just an interesting already. She's growing with yeah, that. But yeah, yeah, Clegane asks what the fuck the trouble was. Yeah, and so apparently there's a wedding for the Tyrek soon for Tyrek. Whoever I forget which one that that is at the moment. But uh, Tyrek is getting married, and there's going to be a big feast. These people are just fucking hungry citizens who want to be at the feast. They're like, yo, let us eat, yeah, too. Yeah, like, like, oh, the fools thought they should be feasted, too. But don't worry. His grace went beyond the gates and let a sortie and sent them all running. Even Sansa in her mind, again, to show the progression, she doesn't say it out loud like she did with the others uh, taking Jano Slynn. She, you know, my brother would have fucking... Lead a sortie against him, motherfucker. Like I uh. really like the 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 hound's reaction because his mouth seemed to twitch as he says, "Brave boy, brave like, boy." Yeah, the hound ain't buying it either. And exactly. he, and it's basically pro- it was probably Joffrey standing on the walls, fucking shooting down with his crossbow. And so yeah, the hound they continue up. The hound escorts her up the stairs, and she be, she asks him why he lets people call him dog, but won't let him people call him knight. And so I I wrote like yeah, I that did. I was gonna I did the same thing. All right, cool. Yeah. So again, you you oh, do yeah. it. So he uh, he says I like dogs better than knights. My father's father was a kennel master at the Rock. One autumn year, Lord Titos came between a lioness and her prey. The lioness didn't give a shit that she was Lannister's own sigil. Bitch tore into my lord's horse and would have done for my lord too. 
but my grandfather came up with the hounds. Three of his dogs died running her off. My grandfather lost a leg, so Lannister paid him for it with lands in a tower house and took his son to Squire. The three dogs on our banner are the three that died, in the yellow of autumn grass. A hound will die for you, but never lie to you, and he'll look you straight in the face. I like that line a lot. I love that story. So, that's, uh, that's the origin of House Clegane. That's how they got risen up. Yes. And, and what a fucking... Just and who an symbolizes honest... that more than Sandor Clegane, the hound, the dog? Well, that... what's funny is, you know, he makes it seem savage, but all he's saying is that he wants to represent that that true companionful nature of a dog. Like, what a dog is just that, you know, loyal obedient, companion. loyal companion. And that's what he wants to represent, and that's what he's most proud of about his family. Yeah, like, dogs don't lie. What a f- they don't... Like, and especially it's such a... Uh, fucking open. He's so fucking available to be. What the fuck is the word I'm looking for? Vulnerable. Here? Vulnerable. That's the word. Yes. Uh, vulnerable fucking state with being how drunk he is. Yeah. And, and of all the stories, like you can see that he actually looked up to his grandfather. Well, and, I like, think that's. I think the question catches him off guard. I don't think anybody's asked him that. You know, why is it that you you'll be you'll be called dog okay, but you won't be called knight? And, and so, what a fucking amazing response! Yeah, yeah. And so but. he says, you know, which is, and I think it's interesting because he says a dog will look you in the eye and tell you to your face, which is more than a little bird can do. Which yeah. is well, because he grabs her by the face yeah, and looks her in yeah. the eye at this point and says that. Yeah. And so I just think it's interesting that like, yeah, Sansa was afraid to look at him when they first met. And yeah. So it's this kind of even calling her out. It, well, that's it. But yeah. he says also, I never got that song. And she says, Well, I know a song about Florian and John Quill. Florian and John Quill, a fool in his cunt. <laughs> Spare me. One day I'll have a song from you, whether you will it or no. I will sing it for you gladly. And he snorted. Pretty thing, and such a bad liar. A dog can smell a lie, you know. Look around. Take a good whiff. They're all liars here, and every one of them better than you. And that is Sansa's second chapter. So one, fuck the show for giving that quote to Littlefinger and not keeping it as the Hound's yeah, quote. Because yeah, Because I think it has so much more meaning coming after that description From of his, yeah. of the dog who well, won't lie to you. Well, this dog is looking you in the face saying, you suck at lying. They are all better than you are. You are a little bird. You need to be better than yeah, just yeah, yeah. a you little bird. To, yeah, you need to start. That or... Go back to your cage and stay in your cage. Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, that is Sansa too. Sansa's growth is getting. I mean, we're we're getting so few Sansa chapters compared to Arya, well, Tyrion. That, yeah. that we're getting so much and of her kind of growth quickly in it, and I really like it actually. For some reason, I always thought it took longer for her to smart. Yeah, up, it's but, spectacular. But, so good. Uh, you got an inductee? No, you go first because I'm still kind of figuring that out. All right. Uh, I. As much as I want to, I can't give it to the Hound for this one. But so, fucking duck. I guess I'm gonna give it to. This is a tough one. All right, then I'm gonna go with Barristan the Bold. Okay. Because even though he's gone and hasn't been brought up in this book, what's like we haven't seen this fool. He's still being recognized as a hero, even if it is from a fool. Um. 
and he's he's only just been dismissed like within a year and he's just being recognized in the same fucking recognized categories as florian and like these mythological fucking stories so once again i'm bringing barrist in the bold yeah, that's a good one. I uh, I think I'm going to give mine to Lady, the, oh, hell the yeah. memory of Lady being represented. Just the, how strongly it hits Sansa as soon as she enters the godswood that, you know, she is a Stark, and I think she'll maintain that in the end when it's important. So, yeah, Lady getting brought up, because that just always warms my heart. Sweet. So, yeah, those are our inductees. We did get one from our favorite friend, Fry Julian, yeah. across the pond, and... Uh, Nate's going Nate's gonna to yeah, read so that. So Julian says this here. Uh, hey, nice little chapter to catch up with our beloved Sansa. Got me surprised when she talked about the possibility of killing herself. Now, that's not actually the first time she's done that, True. Uh, Julian. She did that. We made a big deal about she was it. She throw the, herself from the tower mm, window. Mm-hmm. But she was... And then mentioned also uh, off of the tower when she was brought up to Joffrey, see her father's Joffrey head. Joffrey down over yeah. the battlements way there. Fuck yeah. But yeah, no, it's always savage seeing somebody, especially that young, st- talk like that. Never would she at this stage of her growth i agree i don't think she would threatening a drunk fool that she can that she can i love that by the way the black tom same one aria was catching yes absolutely definitely definitely is uh as for his inductee as much as uh, i like the speech of sir dantos i'm gonna go with the hound still he protected sansa even though he gets to hurt her a little bit in the process plus mm, plus his uh pledois Pledoyer, I don't. It's it's a French word. Uh, it's uh, advocate. He gets to uh, basically defend the dogs, kind of be the the fucking yeah, the guy that's doing yeah. So it's pretty heartfelt and moving. Understanding a bit of Clegane history and their sigil was interesting. Sigil. <laughs> I feel like George R. R. Martin is making him more human, or maybe I'm biased because of the most t- most of TV show, but it happened way more slowly there, in my opinion. Good night, guys. Valar Dog Harris, thank you for writing in. Yeah. Great inductee. I um I love the Hound in the show. I love the Hound in the books. Um, R.I.P. Digger theory. Yeah, I'm anybody. All uh, yeah, it's. It's. I don't know if you're not that far yet, Julian, but. The story develops in a sweet way where we're still not sure. Uh, I hit the table. I'm pretty fucking sure. Most people are pretty sure, but there's no actual evidence that he's alive. Yeah, we believe the Hound to be dead in the book, so we're supposed to. And but it's there may not, be con- evidence to the contrary. And it's not a Brienne of Tarth type thing. Negative. It's And it's, it's weird because the Hound lives. Sandor Clegane may not. The Hound lives on. In his helmet. But... Thank you for writing in. We appreciate uh, as it. As always, always, we always enjoy any inductee or write-in we get, so thank you. Those were our thoughts on Sansa oh, 2 yeah. of A Clash of Kings. And so next episode, we're going to be reading Arya, the sister, in Arya 5, which is, goddamn, Arya and yeah. Tyrion leading it, well, the charge, Well, following man. after Arya 5 is Tyrion 5. Tyrion 5, yeah. And then Tyrion, we're getting a lot of information about Sansa anyway. Because they're both in the same city, there's a lot of moving pieces that are kind of correlating yeah, with both stuff. of them. So it's going to be sweet to see Tyrion. Uh, this might be the one where we get the Pycelle jailing, but I, it might I, not be a, until after. Uh, pretty, they're both pretty lengthy chapters. The next so a lot's going to happen in both of those, really. So, we'll yeah, see. so write us in inductees for those, and we've got a lot of recording to do this week. We've got a lot of stuff that we want to get out to you guys. So thanks for listening. In. Yeah, Valor de Harris. Peace. Peace.